Welcome to Specialized, the podcast about living in the special needs community as educators, parents, and community leaders. I'm Wayne. I'm Tina. I'm Diana. It's officially like the holiday season. It is upon us. It is. (laughs) It is. All of the baking, all of the food, all of the family. My birthday. Wayne's birthday. My birthday is in November. So yeah, it already happened. We just had happy uh, birthday. Thank you. I had a nice birthday celebration. We went to Disney, <laughs> and Emily got to ride uh, the Millennium Falcon. She was the gunner on the Millennium Falcon, and she had a blast. So it was very cool. Just uh, mom was a little freaked. Mom was, but freaking it worked out. out just fine. I was fine. She was. She was fine. What were you? You were a, an engineer. Yeah. So I had to really concentrate on that. And you so. were a gunner. I was a gunner, but my engineer behind me was helping me. She yeah. was Remind me button. push the button. Push the button. Push she the button. Busy looking at the kid. I was too busy watching Emily. It was fun. We went. We went to um, Batu. We went to uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Hollywood Studios, and you know, got to just experience the Millennium Falcon, and it was very cool. It is not just so you know. <laughs> Uh, it is not necessarily like an accessible ride. It's a transfer mm-hmm. ride. So that means like, you know, you have to be able to transfer into like a regular seat with only a lap belt, which Emily uh, has low muscle tone and needs trunk support. And so uh, Disney's. Hence, <laughs> I was freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> we made it work. We made it work. I mean, literally Disney's solution was, no, yeah, you can like hold her. <laughs> <laughs> but not she, on your lap. But not on your lap. So. You know, I don't know how that was safe, but it was fun. It was great. It, it was awesome. Out. Wouldn't recommend. To d- <laughs> it was great. We'll, you'll, we'll, we'll, anyway. I'll put a video up or something like that on our Instagram page. You can see how that was like. And uh, it, it was a blast. But anyway, it's, it is that season. The reason why I bring up my birthday is because in my mind, like, my birthday kind of kicks off this, like, holiday, holiday season. season of Thanksgiving and Christmas and all that. And technically... You know, Halloween was thrown in there too. That's part. That's a holiday, so it's like Halloween's the kickoff. So, and then my birthday, and then don't forget Emily's (laughs) birthday. (laughs) And that's right. And then Emily's birthday um, is in December. So, and my birthday. Your birthday is in June. June. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's where the holidays. I thought we were just naming birthdays. (laughs) 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 So there you have it. Uh, All the and and Tina's birthday is in April. 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 All right. Uh, now that we've established birthdays. <laughs> now that we know. You send, send cards and gifts, letters yeah. to <laughs> this address here. And uh, that would be uh, fantastic. Digital. Send a digital card. Why don't you? <laughs> Specialized podcast at gmail.com. Um, you know, my mom used to always send those. those remember e-cards? Blue Mountain e-cards? Yeah. Yes. She used to always send those. Cute. And, uh, and she still sends physical cards, but she used to always. Anyway, they were like a big deal back then, the e-cards. Mm, so They were cool. They were cool. So <laughs> They'd open up. Mm-hmm. And it would be like the snow falling. Yeah, I didn't get <laughs> mine. I don't get one this year. I mean, not the emailer. Here's a mom. <laughs> Where's my digital card? Uh, but because we're talking about like the holidays and all that kind of stuff, yes, we're gonna kind of traipse into Thanksgiving territory. But it's always one of those things where you know it's the um, it, it's the time of year where you get in the car, you get in the road trip, you go over the river and through the woods, and you see grandma, <laughs> you know. Uh, or Nana in this case, or Abuela, or you know whatever, or uh, Mama. Is that a grand <laughs> Mima? 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 That's a grandparent Mimi. name. Mimi. Mimi. Woo woo. Gma. Gma. Who's that? Yeah, Gma. Glamma. Over the river and through the right woods to too. Glamma's house, and yeah. then uh, you get there, 
And, and so we're going to kind of just talk a little bit about that because that could bring on some anxiety. You know, that could bring on some stress, especially if you're quite not... A, quite a bit. Yeah. Well, if you're not hosting, you know what I mean? It's kind of one of those things where there's a whole level of stress when you're like hosting, mm -hmm. but then like when you know you're going to someone's house for Thanksgiving, it's not just about the, the trip itself. If you have a child with special needs, now you got to consider all of their needs and, you know, what do I do? What do I pack? I'm not even sure... You know, <laughs> you know, I don't know what the situations are going to bring. So right. you kind of have to be ready you're, for everything. You're kind of at the mercy of what or whomever you're visiting, like yeah. what their, their schedule agenda. is, their yeah. agenda. And yeah, what's and happening. And, you know, it's, you know, where is it? How close is it to the pharmacies? Do you have mm -hmm. enough meds? And mm -hmm. so like the packing is kind of like the beginning part. So like there's this like road trip. But even just before you kind of like even get there, you know, you got to. You know, you got to like make sure you've got, you know, all the stuff. Emily has like all these, you know, medications and stuff. And, you know, are they, you know, are they up to date? Are they, you know, filled? And, you know, are you going to run out by, you know, when you're over there or, you know, whatever? It's like, you know, you got to, you got to handle that. Then you got to decide like what to pack. And so it's kind of like, it's one of those things where in our household, Tina and I's household, um, it's, it's kind of one of those things where there's one way that you pack if it's just the three of us. Tina, myself, and Emily. And then there's another way that you pack if you're taking our dogs with you. So sometimes <laughs> our dogs make a uh, sometimes they make a little appearance on, you know, on the podcast with their little paws walking around, but they're already they're chilled out. It's later in the evening, they're done. Um, but if you if you're taking them, you know, they're like you know, their entire, you know, yeah. bodies take up room in this minivan that we have. And so, you know, you have to like decide, okay, like what's staying, what's going, obviously everything living is going. So, um, you know, we got to, you have to pick and choose and strategize almost like Tetris, how yes. everything's going to fit and making sure that you've packed enough stuff to last you through the time that you're visiting. And so when we make this road trip, we kind of like you, usually for us, like a Thanksgiving drive is anywhere between like five to six hours because of the, um, you know, we're either going to, uh, you know, West Palm Beach, Florida, where one set of grandparents are, or a little bit further down in Miami, you know, like where my mom is, you know, and so mm -hmm. it's like, you're making this trip. So you got to, you got to plan just for the road trip, like what all is going to happen now for, you know, for Emily, it's important. We got to take some breaks. We got to be able to get out of the car. We got to be able to stretch a little bit. We got to kind of, you know, have some wiggle time and, you know, and, and all that. And, you know, that kind of thing is important. But one of the things that I always make sure of, I have to have this taken care of well before we leave on the trip is what movies are we downloading <laughs> for this trip? <laughs> and there's a reason why, yeah. because, because having the iPad charged, right. You got to charge the go. iPad, but you got to pick the right movies because and I'm, and this is, I'm just speaking as dad. I kind of grab, I grab the iPad and then I download some movies. This is just kind of my, you know, secret mission. I download the movies that I actually would not mind listening to on the way because that's what ends up happening as the driver in most cases, right? I'm driving in most of the time. Like I'm the one that's got to actually hear whatever is going on. So I secretly just kind of, you know, I, I download my favorite <laughs> Disney ones, my favorite Disney movies just to make sure that, you know, my, so the movies become sing-alongs. Exactly. They all become sing-alongs. They all become, you know, like I, like I think I've seen, I think I've seen frozen in my head more times than I've <laughs> ever seen it on an actual screen because I have heard <laughs> that movie so many times. So many times. Anyway, but, uh, but yeah, it's like, it's just important. You want to just make sure it's like, you know, when you're 
when you're driving, what's your experience been like? I mean, you're the you're, you're the navigator, right, Tina? You're the uh, yeah, you're the co-pilot, <laughs> you know. And uh, you've been right. on a couple of these things too, so it's you know, but not navigator. Well, there's a couple of different things like being in the car that I try to strategize, and um, I mean, always keeping in mind the time, the time in which you think you're going to get there is not going to be the time that you arrive. So allow yourself lots of time and lots of spare time so that you can stop so that you can provide time for your child to stretch or move around or or get the wiggles out or whatever or even eat a meal like for Emily for instance we can feed her in the car but she still needs time to kind of get out and stretch because sitting in her car seat for two two and a half hours is a long stretch for her so she needs that with her cerebral palsy she needs kind of time to stretch and move her legs and, you know, have some weight bearing and things like that. So we have to provide that time for her. So we, we plan probably about two, two and a half hours to stop. And usually that stop's going to take probably about an hour um, between stretching. And if we have dogs, we have to walk the dogs and, you know, grabbing a bite to eat, feeding her, changing her and all of that um, necessity. So just kind of allowing yourself that time and kind of trying to make it as fun as possible and as relaxing as possible for everybody involved. So planning ahead and being prepared for toys and activities and games that you could play, you know, as a family, there's like a lot, a ton of rogue games you could do. If you have kids that are verbal and are ha- that, that have, you know, good vision and stuff, you think there's like license plate games and there's sign games and there's like the ABC game, you know, just so many different things that you could play and, you know, just to kind of keep your kids engaged in the road trip, but then also just kind of making it fun and relaxing for the kids too. And, and yourself, you know, be prepared. I've also, um, there's been a parent or something I read online. I can't remember, but it was a while ago about like how, um, one mom would prepare kind of like these small gifts or activities so that like if you have a long road trip, so divide up the time, whether it's every two hours, every three hours or whatever, she would pull out in a new toy or a new activity to kind of keep them engaged Ooh, I'd like that. in the road trip. <laughs> so yeah, it you was either awake long enough. It was either a snack that they could have <laughs> or it was like a coloring book with crayons or like, you know, putty or something like that that would just kind of keep them, but they would kind of divide up the time and then on the time frame when they were it's seeing like, that the kids, kids were it's time for another prize. losing it or whatever, they would say, okay, you have your surprise bag to open up at this time. And so then that would keep them engaged and involved oh, I like too that. That's fun. for so long so that she would plan it on the way there and on the way back. Next road uh, trip, Emily please. and I will be waiting for those surprises <laughs> on the next road trip. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, that's awesome. So um, one of the things that I, is kind of for me one of the, um, uh, it's like a, a tool that is always good on a road trip. Uh, a lot of times when, if you have to change uh, your kiddo, um, regardless of how old or how big they are, if you have to change, you have to do some diapering or anything like that, that could always be a struggle, especially to kind of find a public restroom with, you know, a changing table or, you know, one with enough privacy or anything like that. So if you struggle with that, one of the things that we use is a camping cot for kids. Mm-hmm. So a kid size camping cot, and uh, you could you know, just do it in the back of the van. You you know you, you pop it open. If you have a lot of luggage and all that kind of stuff, you kind of you know, need to you know maneuver that or take some of that stuff out. But what it does is that it creates a changing table that's right at the right size you know or height mm-hmm. for you you know to be able to do that. So that's always like a good like a nice little thing. And then if you still have that with you. When wherever you go, wherever you, it's a nice little nap mat, 
you know, for yeah. the child as well. So, um, you know, it just kind of works out because then I think it's called a regalo, R-E-G-A-L-O. Camping cot. Camping cot. For kids. Mm-hmm. Ours is pink. Ours is pink, but there are different colors that you could get. That's right. <laughs> and it has what, pink. What's nice about it is it does have a cover. So if you, yeah. you know, do have a spill or, you know, if they're kind laying yeah, down like a, like and they drool or something. Ish. So, so yeah, there is a little cover you can rip, not rip that off, but you can take that off and you can wash it or whatever. Or you can, you know, use changing pad if you're changing just to kind of prevent any leakage or anything. Sorry, this is gross. <laughs> but we're just <laughs> trying to, just trying to keep it real. Um, so just kind of keeping those in that in mind as well. So, and it's just cool just to be able to kind of, you know, just have what you need on hand. I know that like, you know, Tina always packs like the, there's the bags and then there's like the bag that you need. That's like handy. And it's always Mm -hmm. got like all the, you know, all the road snacks and all the, you know, activities, all the necessities, you (laughs) you know, are all there, but then you get to your destination. You know, and then when you get to your destination, that's a whole nother ball of wax because, like, if you're going to do a Thanksgiving trip, like, for us, it's it's never really, I don't want to say, like, worth it, but it's never convenient to do just kind of like a weekend whirlwind trip because, you know, it takes a lot of uh, out of us, especially mm-hmm. the kiddo, you know, especially, you know, like, for Emily, it's like, you know, you have a travel day, then she's going to need, a, you know, a few hours to recover and really be herself, and then, you know, you don't want to turn right back around and hit the road again. So if you're staying for a long period of time, like you would for Thanksgiving, then what you end up having is now you are moving into someone else's home temporarily. Like mm-hmm. this is your temporary residence for a week. And literally moving in because a child with special needs comes with a bunch of different extras. Um, you know, you could have a child who has equipment that you need to travel with. You can have a child who comes with, you know, braces and, you know, of course our child is, is diapered. So, the products that go along with that, the wipes, the diapers, and plus all of the medications, (laughs) the potty that we use. Yeah. Um, we've even traveled with like her bath chair. So we're able to give her a bath. Um, you know, we've come up with some different solutions with that as well, but just safety wise, we've, you know, brought the, the bath chair, the shower chair. Um, so, you know, just a lot of stuff. So it does, like you said, and I totally agree with you. It takes a lot out of you. Um, and just, packing and strategizing and figuring out minimally what do you need but also making sure that you can kind of accommodate for your child in someone else's space too so um we tend to whatever grandparent we're visiting we tend to be given a room and we kind of take over that room by (laughs) setting it up as best as possible to accommodate our daughter so we set up her bed the way that we would have it set up we set up her play space the way that she would have normally at home as close as possible. Obviously we bring, you know, toys and books and things that would engage her, help her, you know, and then we set up equipment either within that space, but to be utilized outside of the room. Cause obviously the room is only so big right. or we ask, Hey, is there a corner in which we could park this equipment? Cause like we travel with a gate trainer as well to just give Emily some time up on her feet Um, Because she loves to walk and dance and stuff. So, you know, if we're visiting her away from our home for, you know, more than three days, then that's definitely a necessity to just give her time to exercise and move. Because sitting in her chair is not good for her that whole time. So giving her those opportunities, we, you know, travel with that too. So again, strategizing and packing and making sure minimally what we can bring, but also keeping in mind that she still has needs um, and which need to be met within the space that we're using 
Um, and we would do like and the thing is like you know when you travel on the trip you have to kind of run through the checklist and go okay well it's important you know mm-hmm. and so we would say is like you know do we want to take the gate trainer do we want to take a standard do we want to you know uh, you know bring you know uh, you know this particular toy not just because it's something that she enjoys but because it's something that would engage her and help her you know because again it's like just because you're on vacation it's a different you know it's a whole different ball game you know for your child with special needs it's like they still need the activity and therapy and you know and, and, and mm-hmm. structure that they need like to get to where they're going and that's the other thing too is like okay well like what's the schedule you know it's like you know they're you know when they're in school with diana you know it's like you got a schedule you got a structure you got a plan you know all that kind of stuff maybe for the most part yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know but i then, try you know what's that going to look like even though it's thanksgiving mm-hmm. you know what you know what does that you know actually work how does that work and what well, does that look like for you like we said, like you're at the mercy of whoever you're visiting and the schedule that they kind of create. But within that, there's always room to to bring in your own elements of schedule and routine. So just kind of keep that in mind. You can even talk ahead of time with whomever you're visiting and saying, hey, these are the needs for our children. When can we fit this in or how can we make sure that this happens? Please keep this in mind ahead of time so that we can kind of schedule out the dinner or the activities or whatever is, is, you know, planned on their part um, just to kind of keep in mind what your child is. So I think the communication with whomever you're visiting is, is very much the key in making sure that the trip is successful. Well, that's the thing, like communicating on the front end, I think always just helps because then it saves Mm -hmm. you frustration. And, you know, in most cases, you know, again, like you're in a situation where they may not, they may not know, you know what I mean? Because, like, they don't deal with it every mm-hmm. single day, you know? So you have to communicate what your needs are, and then at least that way, you know, we can make some kind of, you know, accommodations for that. Exactly. Um, hey, by the way, if you're enjoying Specialized, I just want to encourage you to check out Ability Tree Florida and support their mission. Ability Tree Florida is a nonprofit organization that comes alongside families impacted by disability and provides rest, recreation, education, support, and training. You can support Ability Tree Florida through donorbox.org slash specialized podcast. Donorbox.org slash specialized podcast. As you are entering the end of 2019 and you're looking for maybe a way to uh, make a couple of tax deductible donations, that is a quick and easy way to do that. Donorbox.org slash specialized podcast. Also, if you are doing your Christmas shopping or your holiday shopping, you're doing your Black Friday shopping, you can actually support Ability Tree Florida through Amazon Smile. So all you have to do is go to ATFL, that's Ability Tree Florida, ATFLAmazon.com, choose Ability Tree Florida as your charity, and a portion of whatever you purchase on Amazon Smile will go directly to Ability Tree Florida. So check it out today. That's fun. Shopping, by the way, Black Friday shopping. That's another one of those things you got to decide, you know, hey, are we doing this? Because, you know, my child can't get up at three o'clock in the morning, you know, (laughs) so you kind of have to have those, you know. Those kind of that's for another episode. Okay, Black Fr- <laughs> the Black Friday episode is uh, coming. It's a bonus, shoppers, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but again, it's like you know, if you're going into if you're going into a home that you don't know, like it's important to kind of have that communication because then maybe they can have some account accommodations, right? Mm-hmm. so i was thinking of some things like if you are the host of of the of the home that these um that the family is coming to um one thing that you can do 
to make sure that you're being accommodating would be obviously, to, like you said, to communicate beforehand and ahead of time. Um, like, what is it that I can have ready for you and your family when they come? Uh, what type of things does your child like to have? Is there anything that I can take off of you having to bring? Like, mm-hmm. if it's just food, um, yeah. is there certain foods that your child likes to eat that I can already have ready or, that, or something that's quick and easy to have prepared? Um, any kind of toys that they would like that I can have here already, stuff like that. And then, of course, just make sure that your house is accessible if they have any kind of equipment. And then I'm also um, thinking just make sure that you have um, like a quiet place for that child, too, because they might not always want to be right out in the middle of everything. So if you can have a room where they can go and either be changed in or just a quiet space for them to go and hang out, play with their toys and stuff like that, then that would be helpful. The food thing is like way helpful because, mm-hmm. you know, I know that you know for both sets of grandparents, they always kind of contact and they go, okay, what kind of food do you need? What kind of food do you want? Because again, it's like, it's, you know, y- you could end up traveling with a whole cooler of this is, you know, this is food right. that, you know, our, our kiddo only eats, mm-hmm. you know, or this is food that Wayne only eats, you know, <laughs> and it's like, you can, <laughs> you can, you can have that. And so, you know, just to be able to kind of do that in advance, that's a great thing. If you don't have necessarily a relative that is, or a host that is kind of considerate in that way, or maybe they didn't ask and all, you can always do something like use like Instacart or use Shipped, Shipped. you know, mm-hmm. um, just as a way to kind of, these are the things that we always order. These are the things that we always, you know, uh, pick up and you can just change the delivery address, you know, and you could do things mm-hmm. like that. Amazon also has that same, you know, service where you can actually like, you know, drop ship, you know, the Amazon, um, uh, grocery uh, mm-hmm. service, which I forgot their name, but um, market, Amazon yeah, market. some yeah, Amazon market, and so like you know you could do that same thing, and you know, and it and that's a good idea too. Like if you have diapers or wipes and things like that that you don't want to travel with, mm-hmm. but you know you need them, you can have them delivered as well. So that's a great idea. But I was gonna say if you do pack that stuff because you do have plethora of it at home. Make sure that you do pack a few days extra beyond what you're staying mm-hmm. because you never know what could happen and you never know if you get stuck somewhere yeah. or um, right. or whatever. You need medications. Make sure that they're filled. Make sure that you pack more than enough um, and just making sure that you have enough wiggle room. We've had times where we have run out of medication and we yeah. frantically called doctors to have um, prescriptions called in and at a different Walgreens and then having to transfer the prescriptions and blah, 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 blah. So that has happened. And what's great about, you know, the internet is the fact that these things can be done. It's just sometimes, um, does take a little bit of finagling and, um, a little bit of a fight. But <laughs> yeah, well, but it gets done. Yeah, and and you, and you end up, you know, it's it's the kind of stuff that you have to do. But again, like if you're opening up your home, mm-hmm. you know, there's just like those like little things, you know, just uh, to take take off some of the stress yeah. of the family that is traveling to you, because you know, you I mean, you know, it's not easy for them to come and pack everything. Mm-hmm. But if you can take some of that off of their shoulders, that that's really a great combination for them. Uh, go ahead. Oh, I, I was just gonna say, and then on like the like fun and entertainment end of it. Um, especially if they're traveling to places that they haven't been to before or that they're not that familiar with, like give ideas of, Hey, here's some things around here that we can do that way. They're not just like, I don't know what we can do around here. And then everyone just ends up sitting around. So like, Hey, we have a movie we can go to. We have, you know, this kind of museum that's here. We have this, just throw out some ideas at least that way it puts it out there that, Hey, I thought of some of things, you know, some things Mm -hmm. that we can do. 
instead of just doing a little bit of research right. ahead of time and making sure it is accessible if, if a child is mm-hmm. in a wheelchair. Would like a like would a like a social story kind of be helpful like in in a case like that like you know hey we're going to a new place and here's what you could expect. If it's a new place, yeah. You know? <laughs> Because like uh, you know, it's like that could be one yeah, of those things. Like, absolutely. hey, here's here's yeah. options of things that we can do, and here you know, and, and just to allow your child to be able to kind of flip through and see, mm-hmm. you know, hey, here's here's some of the items. You know, it's it it, it is. It's just a there's a difference, and even just kind of letting them know about the house, you know, or the home that you mm-hmm. know that they're about to go to. Hey, things aren't the same as they are here, you know, as they are where you're going. Well, and I think it's important too to make sure that you bring with your child like any kind of sensory items or comfort toys or stuff that they are used to at home because on vacation it's going to be different you're going to be a little bit off schedule they're going to be trying new things that they've never tried before so giving them that security and that comfort you're definitely not going to want to forget those things like good. a weighted blanket or a chewy or whatever and being kind around of. people that they may not not necessarily see often too mm-hmm. like family members and things another way to kind of uh, desensitize that or prepare them for is to have pictures mm-hmm. Maybe take some pictures uh, or have them, you know, send you uh, pictures of themselves or download Facebook pictures yeah. of them. FaceTime. And just kind yeah. of, yeah, you know, share with Talk them, the hey, we're going to see Uncle Bob, we're going to see Aunt Janie, and we're going to see, you know, just kind of, you know, introducing those people through pictures or FaceTiming or, you know, whatever, but just kind of giving that preparation. Another thing is um, if you do FaceTime to uh, whoever you're visiting, maybe they could even do a walking tour of the house. Like these Mm -hmm. are some of the things that we have in the house. So you'll see this, you'll get to see, you know, this will be the room in which you stay. So again, that just kind of creates a little bit of preparedness Mm -hmm. and just helping the child kind of adapt in that transition as well. I think, yeah, I think all those are like really fun options. Just kind of like just, and and again, ways to make it fun, ways Mm -hmm. to make it interesting because it could just be a little overwhelming going into a space that's not, your own, but the, but but the point of it is, is that you do want it to be a fun experience. You do want it to be an experience where you know you have relatives that don't spend a lot of time with your child with special mm-hmm. needs, you know, and so it, it's good to prep them in advance for hey, here's what you can expect out of Emily. You know, here's what you know, um, mm-hmm. here's the, some of the things that she likes, and 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 here, you know, and again, it's like you know whether it's behaviors or it's likes and dislikes or, or anything like right. that. Uh, or even just you know playing just hey you know this is a um, this is a great opportunity for them to realize that hey they have friends and family that are beyond this household mm-hmm. and you know how can they make those those kind of connections that's you know that's a really important thing just to be able to s- establish those kinds of you know relationships and a lot of times you know it's kind of easy to kind of just fall within the four walls of your home and not really you know think about you know the the rest of the family and and they're also experiencing something different that they don't normally experience you know on a regular basis and so i think that that will like help the host too is if you do tell them about you know your child or how your life you know like daily your daily life goes yeah. just you know <laughs> because you don't i'm sure it'll be annoying to hear like throughout you know if they didn't know about your situation or your circumstances beforehand like Oh, you know, we have turkey for dinner. Can she eat turkey? Oh, we have a pool. Can she go in the pool? Or, you know, like, oh, we were thinking about going to the movies. Can she go in the movie? Like, that's like, so yeah. just to know these things beforehand, that way you don't have to ask those questions and, you know, for every single thing. I love that. Just that idea of just, like, here's the familiarity, right. here's the way to make the connection, you know, and, and to go in and, and make that happen. I think it could be a lot of fun to do that. Also, I think it's a lot of fun to host Thanksgiving, you know, mm-hmm. and to, you know, be able to do this in your own home. And, you know, and there are even some kind of 
I would kind of even call like reverse accommodations, you know, that you might need to make in that case, you know, where it's like, you know, we have a lot of equipment, we have a lot of, you know, stuff. And so, uh, you know, you may also want to consider that too. Like if you have guests that are going to be staying at your home or, you know, that kind of thing to also, you know, prep them. You know, if you have a child that is, uh, you know, prone to, you know, waking up in the middle of the night, you know, or like that kind of thing. It's Just good to a heads up. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and your schedule is still going to be off because you're hosting. So like you're right. accommodating other people now. So your focus is not completely on your child or completely on your daily mm-hmm. tasks and, and you're stuff people necessarily. Into their space right. too. You know. Mm-hmm. So again, just that beforehand preparation and preparing them. Who's coming? You know, who are they going to meet? Mm-hmm. Who are they interacting with? They and might be. Pr- they might bring kids with them. They're going to play with their toys, mm-hmm. or they need to, f- you know, share their stuff, and so. It doesn't have to be completely unnerving uh, as long as you kind of do the communication in advance and, mm-hmm. and, and prep well in advance. Yeah, definitely. And I w- and know that you're not alone in this. Right. All of us face this, you know, traveling experience, whether we have a typical kid or a kid with special special needs. Um, it's difficult traveling. It's difficult getting out of your day-to-day routine. And we understand that. But think of it as an opportunity um, it's an, not only an opportunity for your child to get to know others and be out of their own space, like you said, get to meet people beyond their own household, but also an opportunity for those in your family who may not get to, to uh, spend time with your child or you because of the difficulty it is right. to travel. You know, it's an opportunity for them to get to know and create bond and a connection and even have a, um, a sensitivity you know, to the lifestyle that you lead, as well as um, being able to carry forward what they learn from their experience to other experiences in life as well. And what better way for people to learn than from a family member, someone that they can grow closer to and have access to and can ask questions and can be comfortable with versus someone who's a complete stranger. Mm -hmm. So I think that, you know, it's a great opportunity for all involved to just learn from one another um, but also it's just, it's a great time too, for just family to just reconnect and, and reunite. It's, right. a, it's a reunion of sorts. <laughs> That's what it is. It's, it, it's, so. and it's about that. It's about family. It's about friends. It's about, you know, being together, you know, loving each other, you know, learning about each other and, and differences and all that kind of stuff. And just being thankful, thankful for what you've got, you know, and uh, next week we'll talk about that next episode. We'll talk about being thankful and, you know, the, the, the gratitude, you know, that we can share and, and, and experience. The so attitude of gratitude. That's right. Have that attitude. <laughs> um, before we wrap up, we've got our picks uh, of uh, our, our picks for this episode. And so uh, who wants to go? Diana, you look like you're ready to go. <laughs> like you're ready to go first. <laughs> Why? Because I have my phone in my hand? Because you have your phone in your hand. You have your notes. They're all handy. They're all dandy. Oh, they're not that handy. But what okay. was your uh, pick of the week? So my pick of the week is... Um, it's on Instagram. They're called Fun and Function. They're a shop based out of Pennsylvania, and um, they have all sorts of sensory items. They have um, sensory strategies that you can use. They have obviously a store that you can buy all this stuff from. They have weighted blankets and chewies and um, all sorts of really cool stuff that I've never even seen before. <laughs> that I'm That's like, awesome. that would be really cool. <laughs> they have swings. They have all sorts of cool things. And um, their Facebook page is like a lot of fun. It's very encouraging. They have a lot of helpful tips and stuff on there too. They even had stuff on there about travel actually also that I saw. Um, So, and they have, um, you should check it out. Very cool. And um, their 
what is what is it called? Their not their slogan. What their they catchphrase? <laughs> sure. It says um, empowering different by creating a world that celebrates our differences as our greatest strengths. So how cool is that? It's very cool. I like I follow them, and all these lots of at cool fun and things. function on Instagram. Yep, at fun and function. There you go. Give them a follow. Tell them we sent you. <laughs> we follow them. They might not know, <laughs> but we do. Oh, um, Tina. All right. So mine is actually at Tis the Season, getting ready to Christmas shop. It is a Facebook group that I follow, and it's um, been incredible uh, because it's called A Very Special Needs Christmas. So what it does is a lot of parents or the, the administrators of the site actually post up different toys that are available, um, whether through Amazon, they tell you exactly where to purchase them, how much they are, what they could be used for. And then plus they also do giveaways on there too, if you get on there enough. Um, but it's incredible. Sometimes they even give you ideas. Okay. If, if this special needs equipment is this much, well, you can get something so similar to it for only this much. So, um, like we've gotten some really great ideas for Emily's Christmas list because Emily's not typical. She doesn't request things and, and toys aren't typically her motivator. So we want to be able to give her exposure to those things, but we also want to do it at her level. So following this site, we've gotten lots of great ideas with her, you know, being visually impaired, different light boards that are available, different toys that you can use with that sensory toys, things that work, things that don't work. They even tell you like these toys break down too quickly. So, you know, use, use this instead or what kind of batteries to get to kind of keep the, awesome. the life of the battery extended, so on and so forth. Switch toys. If your kids love to have switch activated toys, they recommend those and what's kind of current and things like that. So, and they always seem to get active right about October. And then, you know, sometimes they'll, they'll be a trickle of a post throughout the year, but about October, it starts really picking up where they're posting lots of great ideas and lots of great toys and, and things for Christmas. So I love to follow that. It's a great idea. I know how we're preparing for Christmas and trying to figure out what to get our kiddos. This is a great Facebook group to kind of be a part of and follow and track. That's way cool. And, and you know, I love the idea of just kind of going a little bit deeper than just a toy recommendation, but it's mm -hmm. like, hey, here's here's how the batteries work. Here's, you know, here's yeah. all the you know other ways you could adapt it and, and all that. And it's 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 pretty cool. I, I, I like that. I just hit the join button. I joined oh, the group. A very special needs Christmas. A very special needs Christmas. We will have the links uh, to all this on our show notes. Uh, my pick uh, actually comes along. Maybe it was a recommendation on a very special needs Christmas page. Who knows? Uh, my pick is uh, Uno. Uno, uh, <laughs> several weeks ago, announced that they are coming out with a special braille edition for visually impaired players cool. and uh so uh you know uno it's a you know, popular card game and you know um so they always come out with like new editions you know there's always like special editions of uno and, and like that kind of deal and so for us uh you know as i was like looking at you know this this thing i thought it was really cool they wanted to come out with a braille edition uh that would help with um you know, folks that are that are visually impaired, but like the cards are also like typical Uno cards. So you know, you can play, you know, with any member of your family, any of your friends, you know, and so you could just you could just buy the buy the deck and play it as if it's a regular, you know, Uno deck. But even the instructions 
come in Braille. So it's like, it's just really neat just to kind of, you know, experience that. And that's already available. It's already out there just in time for Christmas season. So you can just, you know, you can go on to uh, Amazon Smile and Supportability Tree and order it for yourself. I was going to say, do you think that that's going to be something that's available in the store or is it going to have to be a specialty order? Uh, I, w- I would venture to say, I'm trying to, I was trying to look at the, uh, the article that it came from, from Newsweek. Um, I think it's kind of mainly like, like an online thing. Oh, wait, nope, sorry. Um, our friends at Target uh, are the ones that are, uh, that will have it uh, in their stores. Target has been doing a lot of disability friendly um, uh, things like, you know, like Halloween costumes and all that kind of stuff. And so they have, um, I noticed recently somebody posted from Target, one of the model pics of the clothes yeah. was actually a child um, and a gate trainer. So like loving Target, loving their, you're saying our kid has a modeling career, however? Possibly. All right. <laughs> Earn your keep, kid. Um, and then, <laughs> uh, so then, uh, but yeah, so it's available at Target. It's also available online and all that kind of stuff. So um, cool. very cool. So that is our picks of the week. You can go and find those on our show notes. I uh, want to thank everybody so much for listening uh, to the Specialized Podcast. Uh, Tina, tell everybody how to uh, get in touch with us. All right. Connect with us at specializedpodcast at gmail.com, at specializedpod on Instagram, at specializedpod on Twitter, or find us on Facebook at specializedpodcast. That was awesome. Good job. Thanks. Very good. <laughs> get in touch with us. Reach out to us. Uh, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Follow those posts. And, uh, you know, we'd love to see more reviews. We'd love to, uh, if you uh, go on to um, Apple Podcasts or any of, uh, any of the other podcast players that you use, and you give us a five-star review. It only helps us to be found by other people who are looking for podcasts like ours. Okay? So uh, we really would appreciate that. So for that being said, we are signing off. I'm Wayne. I'm Diana. And I'm Tina. Don't forget to find the joy in this specialized life.